All right, guys, thank you for that. And we've got our next live guest on the way for you here this morning. We've got Clarissa Haas joining us to talk a little bit about some news we brought you yesterday. Clarissa, one of our local companies, Covenant Logistics, in the news, paying out $700,000 in a discrimination settlement. Talk to us a little bit about what's going on. Sure. Thanks for having me on this morning. Um, um, Yes, in a a deal that was an agreement that was reached in November, Covenant Logistics and its wholly owned subsidiary transport management services agreed to pay $700,000 to settle allegations that that it routinely discriminated against non-citizen workers when checking their permission to work in the United States. Um, According to the, you know, that you're allowed to use other forms of ID, you know, like a state ID um, and, you know, and other forms of a driver's license, a social security, unrestricted social security card um, as other forms of ID when applying for jobs. But in this case, um, the DOJ alleges that they were required to show their green cards that they were, um, be, be, you know, and that it discriminated against them that had these other forms of identification. Um, and of course, and um, Covenant, um, I spoke with or got a statement from Trip. Grant, their executive vice president at Covenant, who said that it, that they agreed to settle the case um, to avoid a, a lengthy and costly litigation um, case, and and but that uh, you know in their claims that the DOJ found no instances where they had discriminated against non-citizen drivers by requiring um, you know this form of ID. So it's it's really um, you know the DOJ you know, said that they did find instances over a two-year period um, that that Covenant had routinely um, discriminated against non-U.S. drivers or workers. Um, that's what they allege. But um, Covenant said, you know, that they that there were no specific instances that they found on their half that they did. Clarissa, is there any indication that, that the DOJ got tipped off by this? Or maybe was this just something that happened in an audit and they just said, we, we, we see something funny here, we want to continue to investigate? Well, it was it kind of, it was like an investigated, like Covenant was alerted that there was an investigation launched in 2021 um, in regard to the this um, issue. And it doesn't say that they were tipped off or if um, someone had, you know, had allegations, you know, if they had applied for a job and this occurred, it just, you know, it just said that an investigation was launched and that Covenant was notified in 2021 that they were looking into its hiring practices and alleged, you know, allegations or allegations that it discriminated against non-workers by requiring um, certain specific forms of ID instead of allowing, um, you know, these personnel to, you know, potential employees to provide um, an array of different, um, you know, forms of identification that legally, you know, allow them to work in the U.S. So, Clarissa, I think that this is such an interesting topic because, of course, we know that the workers' rights to choose their own forms of identification are federally protected status. And in the transportation industry in particular, we have a lot of folks who are immigrants but not necessarily citizens working in this space. And do you think that this could possibly be maybe the start of some more companies coming forward that say, okay, you know what, 
maybe we've been a little bit too restrictive in our hiring policies and we need to now make sure that we are complying with federal law to avoid a payout like what we're seeing from Covenant. Absolutely. I think as you see more companies that are, you know, like as drivers, you know, are entering the market that that want to work, it's, you know, that absolutely that, you know, companies are have to take a closer look at their hiring practices and make sure that they respond and, and comply with federal law. And so that, for, you know, it's, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. You, go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, I do think, you know, that, you know, in Covenant's case that, you know, they will be required to provide certain identification. They'll also be able to, you know, have to provide their and train their employees about, you know, potential um, anti or about anti-discrimination requirements. And, and they'll like their ongoing employment practices will be a subject to monitoring by the DOJ going forward. So I think this puts a lot of, um, you know, carriers, logistics companies, 3PLs um, on notice that, you know, that the DOJ is is closely monitoring this, situ- this um, you know, this requirement. I think this is really interesting in the fact that, uh, at least from, from my perspective, uh, we used to be the, the, the cases that uh, if someone was going to hire, uh, you know, an, an immigrant that was that was more or less going to be illegally working in the United States, perhaps pennies on the dollar, and yet here we have too much essentially supervision coming, asking for more documentation on this as well. Um, any other indications in terms of of what Covenant may do in relation to this? Obviously, they 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 say nothing happened. They say there's nothing wrong, but uh, anything else that that they may that they may have to do as far as the DOJ is concerned, just to make sure that they're on the straight and narrow? Sure, they will have to train their employees and and get them up to speed on the Immigration and Nationality Act, you know, and and um, instances where it could be a violation, a federal violation, um, that of its anti-discrimination, you know, requirements, you know, like we're allowed as citizens to provide certain, you know, documentation to work, and they want those, um, you know, those same, um, to um, non-citizen, you know, in, in people that, you know, that want to work in the U.S. But, and do have legal documents to be able to provide, you know, their, you know, as well, like what they, the, you know, you can pick from a various form, state ID, you know, unrestricted social security cards, things like that, you know, same as U.S., um, em, you know, employees that are seeking work are allowed to provide. Chris, before we let you go, we got a couple of minutes left here. Wanted to touch on Operation Santa and what's going on there in terms of what the USPS needs in terms of getting packages out to to families in need. You know, I rarely get to write about anything happy, and and I mean, in this case, when you read the letters, it you know, some they bring you to tears, but it's like it's but it's an opportunity for so many people to do good you know like to help you know a lot of these kids yeah they're going to shoot for the moon and ask for the playstation fives and you know things like that but you know when you read the letters it's like you know my mom has been you know having medical bills suffering you know and or we've had car problems or you know like health issues death you know in families and and where they're just looking out for their mom, you know, say my mom can't, you know, provide, you know, give us a a Christmas this year, but maybe, you know, someone else, you know, like some are asking for electric blankets, you know, you know, things like that, you know, diapers, wipes, you know, for their siblings and and things like that. And, 
you know, and, you know, that goes a long way. And I know there's so many people out there, you know, that, you know, that want to help and, and, you know, they can, you know, they can go to Operation Santa, by, you know, that has been sponsored by the U.S. Postal Service. You know, you can go to their Operation Santa website and you can read these letters and, you know, it's, you can log in and, and, you know, a, a sign up for the program. And do you have to give them the PS5? No, you know, but there's, there's, when you, you know, that they're going to shoot for the biggest gift that they can find, you know, the iPhones and things like that. But they really, you know, you know, even anything like they'll say their favorite color is red and you can get them something, you know, on the list that maybe isn't as expensive, you know, as those types of gifts, but to help out a lot of families that all across the country, you know, that are, are needing a little help this year. Definitely a great way to help out and give a Christmas to kids that may not necessarily get it. Clarissa, thanks so much for joining us. Sure. Thanks for having me on today. All right, let's move back over to the wall one more time. Another check of weather with Kaylee. 